Hey, all you Trek Live crew members, this is Trek Live Dan. Just wanted to say thank you for dropping by the podcast feed. Just a friendly reminder that this podcast is recorded live first on our YouTube channel, so definitely um, stop on by to join the discussion. Without further ado, enjoy the show. We're live for episode 168 of Trek Live. How you doing this today? Doing great. Really excited to t- about today's topic, and I'm excited to talk about Trek as always. Yeah, I, uh, I totally agree. Um, I love these guess each other's uh, topics. Uh, we haven't done one in a little bit, and um, like kind of we always say, I think it's a really neat way to put our own little spin on like a top five idea. It's mm-hmm. not just us rattling off our favorites. It's like we do do that, but there's an element of uh, seeing how well we know each other and uh, yeah. Something a little different about it, and I, I really enjoy that. Yeah. And we uh, have done a number of these. We've done captains. We've done general non-captain characters. We've done new era. doctors, new era characters. Yeah. So we've done a bunch of these character kinds of topics, uh, but we have not done engineers. Nope. And this is one of those topics that I think you could get really – you could do this a couple of different ways. There's been a lot of engineers. We have our, like, main – series regular kinds of engineers but then they're you get into more dicey territory with defining like who might be in that role and who you could go with and characters that have kind of come and gone and uh so we uh don't impose a lot of rules on this you can kind of go any way you want and uh i'm eager to see what you did for yourself how you came up with your own list and uh yeah look forward to it yeah it should be fun before we get into today's topic this morning, Bill, how's your rewatch going? Slow, but it's going. I watched, yep. uh, yeah, I watched uh, two episodes of Deep Space Nine and one episode of Voyager since the last time we did this. So I watched okay. Newverse from Voyager, which I really like. Good Chicote episode. Yeah. Uh, good extension of the Seska yeah. situation. Uh, it's the first time we really see her since she left uh, and exposed herself as a. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Cardassian spy and not who we think she is in season one. Um, we It's kind of the reveal for just how embedded into the Kazan uh, whole situation she has become yeah. and manipulating the head of the Kazan Nistrum and yeah and your mileage may vary with that some people really don't like Kazan stuff I think I think most people that I know like the Seska stuff people like that character and like that actress and like what she brings to the table so um a good episode really good episode a lot of good action uh, a lot of neat like tactical situations and stuff going on in that uh and I think Robert Beltran's really good um kind of going rogue and man on a mission kind of a thing. Yeah. And then in Deep Space Nine, I watched um, Little Green Men, which is one of my favorite oh, Star Trek comedies. So I think good. it's really, really great. So good. Yeah. Really strong for Frankie stuff. Um, makes excellent use of those three characters. Quark, uh, Ram, and Nog. Uh, and even though that a little bit at the end. Yeah. Um, Saves the day. And uh, really enjoyed that. And the Sword of Kaelas is the maybe the most controversial of the three, which you really like. I do. Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. I said on Twitter mm-hmm. that uh, I, I think of it, I, in my frame of mind, I think of it like a, like a Klingon drinking song or a Klingon opera. Yeah. Uh, very over the top, very over dramatic, um, and lots of action and lots of uh, stuff like Blood that. Bloodshed. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I know, that's an interesting way to look at it, and it definitely made me go into the episode with like my eyes wide open, kind of looking for that. And you're right, the episode does kind of mimic that tone that you would think of as like Klingon yeah. story around a campfire kind of a thing, or a drinking song, or an opera. Uh, it does embody those over-the-top traits, and I, I do appreciate it on that level. And the acting's really strong. I think Michael Dorn's great in that, uh, kind of in his, one of his first... Outside of the way of the warrior, like really chances to shine and stretch on Deep Space Nine, he's not mm-hmm. just playing a supporting role. He's he's got a lot to do. Uh, Dax is really great. It's kind of the first, I think, of many steps along the way to kind of like <laughs> lock those two in as a you know cohesive thing mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be developed in a big way. Uh, so I, it's, not, it's not my favorite. I don't love it, but I did enjoy it more than I have in the past. And uh, a lot of that's kind of due to you and hearing somebody really defend it and talk about it in a way that's yeah. positive and understanding where that's coming from. So mm-hmm. yeah. what about you? Where's your rewatch at? So I watched three episodes this week as well. That's generally my nice. move, though. Um, yeah. So the last episode I watched or mentioned on the show was The Begotten. So the next three are For the Uniform, In Purgatory's Shadow, and By Inferno's Light. Heavyweights. Uh, yeah, heavyweights. A lot going on in each episode. Um, the war starts in Deep Space Nine. Or another war starts in Deep Space Nine. Um, but yeah, um, I like the wrap-up. Um, I mean... Th- for the uniform is definitely uh, tough. Um, kind of watch as far as like uh, seeing where Cisco, as far as Cisco goes. Um, but yeah, the start of the war uh, is, uh, I think, is great. Um, there's some great shock and awe with uh, Bashir being replaced by spoiler alerts replaced um, on the station. Um, Using the the uniform change, as yeah, like a <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Just uh, kind of all around great episode. I don't I don't know if I have anything else really. I think um, everything everybody has something to do. Um, mm-hmm. A lot going on. Um, a lot of good war stuff. Yeah, really good war stuff. The, I like. Prison. Yeah, the the, the he. Fights every day to kind of keep the attention of everyone in the um, kind of where they're at, where they're being held. Um, and uh, General Martok is there, and it's kind of his like guy in his corner. Uh, yeah, it's just all good stuff. So, yeah, I uh, I can't wait to hit that stretch. I feel like that's one of the stronger. We didn't run. talk about that little run. Yeah. And- it's a shorter run it's three episodes but for the uniform and then there's two kind of informal two-parter episodes mm. is uh pretty balls to the wall yep. uh, intense episodes and yeah, really, really kind of game-changing uh hours so yeah eager to see where you go from there i know there are some interesting episodes right off the heels of that big two-parter uh yeah. some layer fare <laughs> more kind of traditional star trek stuff to kind of like bring the tone back down a little bit i think yeah um it, i'm eager to hear and some of those episodes are uh less discussed i'm eager to hear what you think yeah so. um <clears throat> all right i guess we should get right into the topic uh with yeah. guessing each other's favorite engineers <laughs> uh so uh, we're going to switch over to, uh, depending on how you're watching us, uh, to a view of uh, our 
our graphic that we're kind of modify as as we go, uh, kind of revealing our guesses for each other's lists and our final actual lists. Um, yeah. So if if you're on the podcast feed, um, thank you, obviously. Yes. But also probably best to come over to YouTube and watch it because we are going to have some um, stuff up on the screen that kind of helps us illustrate guessing each other's top engineers. So should be a good time. Yeah, this is definitely these guess each other's because of the the use of the graphics is is best consumed maybe as a visual. Yes. Uh, hour or less, um, but uh, definitely appreciate anybody out there listening on the podcast feed as well. Uh, how did you How did you think about this? Did you stick with without maybe revealing? Maybe you don't want to reveal. Let's not do that. We'll talk about that at the end. Okay. <laughs> how how we decided and who who fits because that can kind of tip off. Yeah. Uh, some of these choices. <clears throat> so. Um, do you mind if I just roll right into guessing yours? I just throw them out there, and then sure, yeah, yeah, we could do that. Let, let's let's get the guesses up on the board, and then go from there. Yeah. Um, for for my guesses for you, I'm gonna say for your number five, I'm gonna say Jordy. Okay. As my guess for you. And then your number four, I'm gonna guess O'Brien, which I'm not, I'm not comfortable with this at all. Like I, I kind of feel like I always say that I'm not uh, operating with a high degree of confidence that this is the exact list. Uh, three, I'm gonna go with Torres, Voyager. Two, I'm gonna go with Trip from Enterprise. Sorry, what, and I'm gonna what go was four? What's up? Four O'Brien. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so five Jordy, four O'Brien, three Torres. Spelled that right. Okay. Yeah. Yep, you're good. These are definitely the ones I feel more confident about one and two than three and four, especially. And I, I can admit, I could be wrong about all of them, but uh, three Bellana, Torres, two Trip Tucker. And one Scotty is going to be my guest list for you. Um, I feel like um, the, the, one of the bigger challenges with this is kind of factoring in, like trying to weigh the balance of knowing your feelings about the characters themselves and the show, yeah, the, 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 the more broad series, yeah. the episodes that kind of get driven by some of these characters and how, like, I, that's one of the things I thought about, like, kind of thinking of episodes that heavily feature these characters and how high they might sit on your on your favorites list. Um, yeah. And I, I kind of, with two and one, I, I, I'm pretty confident that it'll be in some order Trip or Scotty. Yeah. And, uh, just felt more comfortable going with the original with Scotty at one as kind of the, the 
throwback. Uh, OG. <laughs> yeah. We got it. Uh, so, uh, looking at your guess, it does um, have some similarities to my actual one, but I will bring out my guesses for you. Uh, so, my guess is for you. <clears throat> Number five is Bellana Torres. Okay. Interesting. Yes. And so my number four for my guess for you is Paul Stamets. Oh, okay, see? Mm-hmm. See, that invites an entire debate. Yeah. About what Which, again, I'm, I'm glad you, you left that to the end of the kind of yeah. discussion, because I, at least talking about that, I would have definitely um, revealed. revealed. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. It's an interesting conversation point, because he's kind of a... He's kind of an outlier. Like, his job is so specific and... and Because uh, he's technically not, like, a chief engineer or anything. Like no. That. He's a much more experimental type. Um, yeah. Number three, Miles O'Brien. Okay. Got it. And number two, Trip Tucker. Got it. And number one, Scotty. Scotty, okay. Okay. We got the guesses out of the way, one on the board and uh, in place. Um, yeah, the, the Stamets thing is definitely, I think, the most intriguing thing to think about going into this. Like, how do you categorize him? Like you said, he's he's not technically like a chief engineer. He does he's more of a science officer, but he works in engineering. It were in, in an engineering yeah. test bay. So is he science? Uh, is he engineering? Is he science engineering? Is he engineering science? Like it's. He's a gray area, I think. He's definitely a gray area, and I I don't have any objection to including him on a list like this. I mean, he 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 fills the scenes in old school Star Trek that take place in it. Like when you cut to engineering and the captain's calling down to engineering to get information, he's calling Stamets or she's calling Stamets, depending on who's in command at the time. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, from like a yeah, if you get super technical about it, and you know what's the the, the day job, is it is it the actual chief engineer? You could say, well, Stamets doesn't count, but from just like a a Star Trek lingo, who fulfills that sort of role on the show? It's yeah. it's Stamets. So 
I think I'm comfortable including him on a list here. Um, we'll see here in a minute if he actually uh, <laughs> appears yeah. on a on an actual list. Um, let's let's get our actual lists on there now too, so we can get through the production side of things and posting names and just get into talking about each character. Okay. And uh, so let's let's do your actual list. Let's reveal that now. Um, put them up, and then we'll get into the heavy conversation about the whole range of characters. So my number five is Jordy LaForge. Okay. He, uh, I think he's, there's different, I think the way I look at engineers is they're different types. I feel like he's very much a technician where he's very technical um, in that type of uh type of job but he also I feel like he loves really loves engineering he loves what he does and that's why I really do like um Jordy uh number four Belana Torres and this brings me to my next point the type of engineer that I like is an engineer who's not afraid to get their hands dirty and actually uh, be in a Jeffrey's tube upside down doing just really nitty gritty in the trenches work. And to me, uh, Jordy's a little bit different where he's kind of at a, maybe at a panel pushing some buttons where <laughs> I feel like the next three picks, um, maybe even Torres too, but the next three picks um, mm. are nitty gritty uh, types of... Um, engineers so my number three is o'brien um i know i know he's technically a chief or something like that he's not technically chief petty officer petty officer he's not technically an officer right um right but uh he's an engineer i mean he he knows uh engineering like the back of his hand he knows a station like the back of his hand um it's one of those things where uh he kind of fell into it fell into the love of engineering and he he just fixes things, and that's uh, a common trait in engineers, I think, who just fix things. So, my next one is Trip Tucker. Again, one of those engineers that just is down, he's got grease on his uniform, on his hands, uh, just down in the nitty gritty, fixing things, making sure the ship mm-hmm. runs right. And my number one. Um, pretty predictable. It's uh, Scotty. Um, okay. Just the original kind of miracle worker, fixing things, nitty gritty. Um, I think another uh, trait of an engin- engineer is they really do care. I know the captain uh, gets a lot of the credit of really caring about the ship, but I think the engineers are on a different level, maybe. Um, with the love of their whatever they're serving on, whatever they're fixing. So, um, yeah, that's my, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my list. Um, yeah, that's my list. <laughs> yeah, I I think um, so. The, the only thing I, I flipped was three and four, which is really the area that I was torn on. I yeah, knowing your your love of Voyager, kind of. We Bolana up a little bit, but I also know just from talking about Star Trek with you off air and maybe even reverberating a little bit into actual conversations on Trek Live over the years is that thing you kind of just talked about, which is 
I think the, the different shows kind of portray the chief engineer job in slightly different ways. Different ways, yeah. Like in the, in the original series and in Enterprise and in Deep Space Nine, I think the these characters, Scotty, Trip, uh, O'Brien, are more like mechanics and like yeah. maintenance guys. Like they get down and dirty. They're fixing things with their hands. They get physically dirty. Like it's it's a it's a more hands on job. Where I think mm-hmm. sometimes and Balan is the the outlier here. I think she kind of goes in both directions she depending does. on she really the does. episode yeah. and what the what the episode calls for. But Jordy, especially, and sometimes Bolana, feel more like IT people, like sitting at a computer console and fixing yeah. things by, you know, rerouting this to mm-hmm. that. And it's 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 less of a, and, and it makes sense. I think you know, Jordy especially is on the flagship. It's yeah, the they have crewmen. He's got an engineering crew. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's not crawling in and doing like the hands-on work a lot of the time. He does. He's in, in Jeffrey's tubes all the time with data. And, yeah, you know, doing more involved tasks, but. You know, in a crisis, he's he's administering more than he's yeah. getting his hands dirty. So I knew that that was going to factor into your decisions as well. So uh, that that Bolana or O'Brien thing kind of I know how much you like some of the Bolana heavy episodes in Voyager, and I think that kind of weighed me up. Mm-hmm. It, it was a it was a battle between do I go with Car- the, like the show that I think he maybe is a little bit more in his blood and yeah thinking of some of the episodes that focus on that character or do I go with the, the, the type of engineer that I know he kind of likes uh, with the, the hands dirty and uh, nitty gritty yeah. kind of work no. so yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and Tripp and Scotty I think because of those roles and how prominent they kind of are in pop culture with Scotty and in the the, the, the flow of Enterprise like how important Trip is it's kind of easy to elevate them up yeah the and i think engineering uh kind of progresses um you know scotty and trip uh they're the time that they serve is a little bit um more mechanical i think and more kind of yeah. hands-on um whereas uh some of these later um like engineering advances obviously and so uh these later engineers that serve later in in the kind of the timeline maybe don't get that kind of mechanical kind of feel like you said starships are kind of designed you know, to within an inch of their life and they they're well run and well built and yeah it's it's less about you know doing the kinds of things trip is doing on the nxo one and more about you know keeping the computer systems up and running and yeah that, that kind of thing like yeah I, I think that's a that's a natural kind of progression over 200 years yeah Starfleet, you know, mm-hmm. design work and engineering, and that, that makes it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, Scotty and Trip also have a unique trait that they kind of share is they're kind of higher on the command track too. Like there are episodes where both of those characters are even in command of the ship, so that kind of gives them a degree of prominence as well, yeah. and gives their their characters even a little bit more juice and like a whole different facet. You know, mm-hmm. I think episodes like Taste Farmageddon where. You know, Kirk and Spock are off the ship and on down the planet. The person who's in command is usually Scotty, and that kind of goes with Enterprise as well. With Archer and Paul, if they're out of the picture, it's going to be a trip. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. So uh, with uh, I'll I'll give you mine to, to kind of wrap up the putting characters up on the board portion. Uh, what my number five is Jordy. Okay. Who I really like. Uh, I've always really liked him. He, you know, he's warm. His friendship with Data is really kind of like a defining characteristic. And 
Um, I, that positivity, you do get the sense that he loves what he's doing. Like he found his dream job, mm-hmm. you know, first at the helm, yeah. first season, and then wound up in engineering and just totally flourished and loved that that new that new gig. Um, I, I like that about him. I, I think, especially as the show got rolling, his episodes didn't necessarily always. You know, hit it out of the hit, park. Yeah. <laughs> I think they struggled at times to, to give him strong episodes that focused on him as the show got going, like in mm-hmm. the later seasons. But he was often, I think, a strong supporting player uh, in, in episodes, other episodes. Um, and then my number four is going to be Bolana Torres. Okay. Okay. Who I, you know, having just kind of finished the early, early days of Voyager, those early episodes, Parallax being a big one. Yeah, you know, I, I love her kind of square pegging around whole journey yeah. of becoming, you know, a, a fully functional, you know, Starfleet officer without the background, without the the. the Formal training and stuff that usually leads somebody into a job like that—the rough around the, fe- the the edges kind of mm-hmm. journey she she's on—but her competence and her smarts are kind of obvious and mm-hmm. real assets for that for that ship and that show. Um, and th- you know they do such interesting things with their character with kind of the relationship with parents and oh yeah, you know, she's she's fully fleshed out uh, member of that cast. So she's she's awesome. Uh, O'Brien's going to be my three. He's kind of the everyman. I think he's 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 as close to like the you know relatable guy that you're going to find in Star Trek. He's family guy. He's got a wife. He's got kids. He's you know, he likes to go to the bar after a shift and have a drink and play yeah, darts family and man. hang out with his friends. He's, yeah, he's got the family stuff, but he also wants to get away from the family sometimes and have his own time. And like he's got things that I think just about anybody would recognize in themselves mm-hmm. uh, as, as a working person, like blue collar guy. And I think that all works perfectly. He's like you said, he's not an officer. He's a petty officer. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's got the soldier background, too. So he's, he's got a complicated past. And I think all those things build toward his successfully being like carrying on that every man persona and giving that show that you know part of his personality yeah uh, my number two is going to be scotty okay which is a tough thing to do given how just huge he is in pop culture beaming up scotty is like one of those things that people who don't never saw an episode of star trek in their life know that but that is yeah. like they know that character's name they know his what he does they know all that stuff um, and, you know, like I said, he's, he gets command situations. He's prominent in quite a few episodes of TOS. Um, his his impact on like the greater Star Trek mythology is obvious. Uh, so he's he's obviously awesome. But I went with Trip because okay, as my number one, Be- because I think he's just so critical to that series. He's such an important key player in. Not just the health of the running of the ship, but of the actual show, you're saying. The show, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he does have those traits that, kind of like Scotty, he's down and dirty. He's, you know, I, I love 
like you said, the, the, the style of engineering, the literally getting dirty. Uh, O'Brien kind of does that too. Literally, the Chief O'Brien will like roll his sleeves up. He's yeah, dirty. Yeah. Sheriff is obviously kind of the same way. He doesn't usually roll his sleeves up, but I think a couple times he does. And he's, you know, the, the grease of the ship is like in his in his skin. Like it's just never, he, he's going to always have that. Yeah. And so those things are obvious and definitely a part of this decision to put him at number one but it's also like like i said it, he's he's in the triumvirate of the show he's in the trio yeah so he's 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 in the dna of what makes that show go and um you know his he, he's the he enterprise wouldn't be enterprise without trip Dark. like the, that show just wouldn't have the it would fundamentally change the show to substitute that actor or substitute that character with any other okay uh kind of kind of personality any kind of different kind of performance different kind of role for that character would, would fundamentally shift the show mm-hmm. so he's so critical to that and he's successful I think one of the reasons I love Enterprise so much is because of him I think he brings again very similar to O'Brien like that everyman kind of quality um, he's not a family guy he doesn't have a wife and kids on, on the ship the way O'Brien has on state on Deep Space Nine but I think his reason for being there is loyalty to Archer is you know the, the way his emotions can kind of get the best of him and he leads with you know, um, leads with his heart and like lets lets his lets his gut kind of drive his decisions. Yeah, and, you know, gets himself into dicey situations with the Paul and has to you know live with those consequences and deal with that. Like that's the, he's a purely human character. He's a, he's a totally humanist character that gives gives off qualities that I think anybody can recognize. So I, th- I think he's the most. And he's all money successful. He's all in yeah. with uh, the captain, with uh, Archer. Yeah, I mean he. I mean, yep. first flight. I think this. He's like that's like their origin story, their friendship. It's like he's all in to just go for it. Uh, yeah, and maybe that's maybe that's the other thing. Like you kind of hit the nail on the head. I think all these characters would share like a immense sense of pride in their ship. Oh yeah, big time. They, they 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 take like a maternal quality of care <laughs> to the, the vessel, the ship that they're kind of taking care of and making yeah. run. The thing that Trip has is he has that for the NXL one, but it's equal that and Archer. Like he's yeah. as loyal to Archer as he is to the ship. That's yeah. what has him there. Like he's that's that's a different kind of quality that I think separates Trip as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I felt pretty comfortable doing that having him at number one okay. it was it, it gave some thought to scotty for sure uh, i knew they were going to be my top two and i knew they were going to be your top two i would be really surprised yeah if you would have gone in a different direction uh, it was just a matter of how to stack those two yeah. and then to think about the other three slots uh, so we we both pretty much went with the the in the main credits the clear chief engineer yeah. of the shows which i'm glad you mentioned stamets and the guest just to kind of get that conversation out there i don't about know what he is, how it. he is yeah yeah, so we got to talk about that, which is good. Uh, one, but, yeah, one, yeah. one thing, ahead. just kind of to go back a little bit uh, on the, the kind of the in, in the engineering position, your love of the ship kind of trumps a lot of things. But um, I like when people say Captain always goes down with the ship. That's that to me isn't. I mean, maybe it's accurate, but also. The engineer's right there with him. I don't think the captain would be alone. So, um, no. Yeah, and I and I also like um, kind of with the forge. <clears throat> he does take pride in. 
and there's uh i forget the episode or if it's it's cut maybe it could be a throwaway line but he's wanting to be he's wanting the the enterprise to be as efficient as possible over another ship like he takes yeah, pride yeah. and that's a really big mark to all these kind of engineers as they really do take pride in hey if there's a point oh oh three percentage where we can be better than someone uh, someone else's ship that's what we're gonna yeah. do so I, I really do love that not just about Jordy, but just about um just the pride that each of these characters has with their ship so yeah there's definitely i think it's the icarus factor like which is a it is kind of a throwaway yeah <laughs> dialogue thing in that episode but i remember they're like at a, at a star base and um, they're going to have an interaction with another ship, and O'Brien or Jordy's like, yeah, concerned with being. Yeah. There's like a rivalry with the other chief engineer. He wanted to make sure that the the, the the warp efficiency or whatever on the Enterprise is better than the other ship. Yeah. And yeah, I think that you can kind of sense that too in a lot of ways. That a lot of these characters would have that degree of like almost competitiveness, and you know, wanting to make sure their ship was, um, you know, first in line with things like that. Uh, engine efficiency and this and that uh, or like in the trouble with triples like uh scotty gets in a fight <laughs> i mean they go fisticuffs because they they there's some slanderous things said about the ship it's just mm-hmm. uh I, th- I just love that about uh characters these characters yeah and to kind of go back to like mm-hmm. what we're saying about the trip like the, scotty there's a there's a funny point made in trouble with triples about you know, Kirk kind of being like taken aback that it wasn't insulting Kirk that started <laughs> the fight, it was insulting the Enterprise. Uh, that was, with Trip, it would yeah. probably be the other way around. Yeah, He'd probably swallow the insult to the NXO, like to the Enterprise, but insult Archer would get him riled up. Yeah. Like that would, <laughs> that, would, <laughs> that, would yeah. that would start a problem. Yeah. So that's an interesting distinction yeah. uh, as well. Um, but you could, you could sense both of those characters getting into a bar fight oh, yeah. uh, over, over one or the other. Yeah. Um, but that just kind of goes back to the fact that uh, these are really relatable characters for, yes. I don't know, some reason. Um, yeah, and I think it's it's cool because I'm glad we're doing this because I feel like engineering isn't always like the... They, they don't always get the glory. Or they're, they're always the people behind the scenes making everything run. They're not command. They're not saving. I mean, they, they could, but um, yeah, they're just kind of like... But they do. A lot of the time, the episode kind of, especially in Voyager and the Next Generation, how many crises are solved by? That's true. Jordy reroute, blah 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 blah. Tech, techno battle, techno battle. Yeah. yeah the same thing for Bolana. Like they do save the ship a lot. Yeah. It's just it's usually through techno battle and mm-hmm. you know rerouting this yeah. and you know, recalibrating that. <laughs> yeah, power and, to this system and yeah. Power to that. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, that happens all the time. They they are they are critical components, but I think maybe because of that, because a lot of the episodes are resolved with that techno babble speak, mm-hmm. that uh, maybe it, it's kind of like easily glossed over, and people are like, "Oh, it's just that's their way of solving the crisis of the week." But yeah. um, they do they do add like it's one of those things. It is like a common trait among all these shows. Even Stamets, who's mm-hmm. kind of a unique animal and isn't like a traditional chief engineer. What he's doing is he's serving that purpose. He's he's the person down in the bowels of the ship who who has to do the technical stuff to yeah. to solve a problem. Uh, and all these shows have that. So it's it's one of those things in the DNA of Star Trek that has kind of always been there. Yeah. Probably always will to some extent. Mm-hmm. If you're a captain and you're trying to put together a roster, mm-hmm. is your number one your number one choice for chief engineer yeah. of your ship? Okay. 
Yeah, because I want. I mean, I'm not Archer, so I would. I, I don't know, but I'd like the idea of having an engineer who is as, you know, tied to my hip as Archer is to Archer. Like yeah. having that kind of friend in that kind of critical position. You have Archer up at the top, running the bridge and the mm-hmm. command stuff, and you know, the thing that the captain kind of has to take their eye off of and assume is getting run well is down in the bowels of the ship in the engineering section. Yeah. And having somebody that you trust and have like that real connection with would probably come in handy. Uh, and he's just a likable guy. It yeah. just seems like, oh, these characters, he's the one that you... I mean, they all are. I mean, they're all like O'Brien who doesn't want to hang out with somebody at a at Quark's playing darts. I mean, that, he's, yeah. he's obviously very relatable too. Uh, but uh, yeah, Trip Trip would probably be the one that I would... But I think you're also right, kind of saying that maybe there's something to these characters kind of having in in all, across the board, all of them um, have that everyman quality to some extent because of the kind they of do. work that they do. Yeah, uh, that, that's that's sort of a common trait for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jimmy seventy sevens in the YouTube chat saying Scotty is uh, probably his favorite, but it's a tough choice. He likes them all. Mm-hmm. Right there, right, Jimmy. Yeah, they're all they're all great in their own ways, you know. Jordy's evolution, I have him fifth, and so does Dan. But you know, he evolves a lot. And, and starting yeah. as the helmsman, growing into the engineering job, and um, you know, being being the engineer of the flagship, and having a big career. Like he's got his own unique qualities. And I think in some of his earlier seasons, episodes like Booby Trap and you know, the Enemy, and um, you know, the identity, identity crisis and uh, his relationship with Barkley. Like, there are things in Jordy's character that are really interesting and really dynamic. Uh, I, I really think he's a successful character, too. He's a little underrated. And the fact that he's fifth it says it all about the other four. Yeah. That is true. Um,. Any, anybody else that, like, how, how close did, did you give, how much thought did you give to putting Stamets on your list? Uh, he, anybody else? He, was cl- he was close, because I think, um, and maybe there was a few other characters that, that could, but, I, I mean, I think that, again, he, he's, um, I don't know if he's, like, one of these types that's kind of relatable and everyday man, but you can, you can tell that he does care about his work and cares about the ship, so... Um, I think that's a, a quality in all of these engineers. So Stamos was close for me just because, um, again, I think he's really knowledgeable. Um, but I think what held him off was I didn't know what he kind of fell as. He was he's, he's kind of in that gray area where I'm like, is he science? Is he engineering? Is he experimental science engineer? Like, it's just like, it's, it's tough. But um, yeah, I think he's definitely a great quality. He definitely cares about his work, um, cares about the ship. Very knowledgeable. Um, he might be difficult to work with initially. Um, I think what a lot of these top in pe- people in the top five have is they work well with others. They lead really well. They they obviously have to. They have um, a lot of crewmen that they have to kind of oversee and a lot of work that has to get done. So um, I think they do. All these characters do lead really well, but. Um, yeah, Stamets was one of those ones where I'm not sure how to really categorize him. Categorize. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's got some unique qualities, too. I mean, he's, like you're kind of alluding to there, a lot of, like, he, he you do get the sense, especially early on, that he's, he can be difficult to work with prickly, and a lot of that comes from the fact that he's dealing with something that he's kind of 
fundamentally tied to it's his work mm-hmm. it, you know it, but he's not completely in you know in, in in command of the direction it's going and the pace it's going at and how it's being used which is frustrating um for him um his reputation is kind of on the line that's kind of different in aspect i feel like that's a different he's got a different kind of chip on his shoulder than these other characters that's true have. Yeah. you know the, the balana may be a little bit at the very very beginning of voyager which is still kind of like mm-hmm. earning her reputation and you know proving that she's belonging in that spot mm-hmm. uh, but other than that these are these are all kind of characters who've kind of earned their 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 position and are are, are there for a reason uh, and, and Stamets is a little bit of a different animal in that respect. Yeah, he, he, he he's really operating with a big chip on his shoulder, um, especially in that first season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah um, really good stuff. You know, we love all these characters, oh, yeah. and I think all a lot of a lot of different roles in Star Trek. You could you could do this kind of a exercise with we've done doctors we've done captains we have not i don't think we've done first officers we've talked about first officers but i don't think we've done done the, uh, yeah guess each other's favorites and do like a, a stacking of them and mm-hmm. now there's a whole lot more uh of potential first off just discovery alone oh yeah how do you, <laughs> how do, you do that <laughs> yeah, you can you can you can uh, pick a whole bunch of them yeah. as potential choices there um and then um you know, even like lower decks. There's a new character there that you could, if you wanted to. You know, so there's there's a lot of new stuff that uh, is very much on the table there. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure we'll have to do that at some point. Um, yeah. And then some of those other like Helmsman, you can do that. You could. Do, you know, yeah. Carry. Yeah. You, you, there's a whole lot of things you could do. If you want. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. I think that about wraps it up. Um, definitely let us know the discussion does not have to stop here. We want to hear if it, if you just want to talk about an engineer, that's totally fine too. You don't have to give your top five, um, but we definitely encourage the top five. The more picks, the better. Um, yeah, these are always fun. Uh, uh, it's always fun to kind of just kind of change our how we do our top five. So it's always really fun. And it's talking about engineers, which is might be one of my favorite kind of position groups uh, in all of Trek. So always a good time. Yeah. Talking about engineers. Agreed. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. It was cool to revisit those characters and think about them in that way. Who's my favorite? Who's your favorite? Uh, totally agree that the guess each other's is a, one of my favorite things that we do for all those reasons. Um, yeah, I, I'd ask you to consider joining our Discord server if you're looking for ways to interact with Star Trek fans and you want to talk about things like this. Uh, you can send me a direct message on Twitter at TrekFan4387. Uh, I can get you hooked up. I can explain Discord if you've never used it before um, and get you invited to the server where you'll find uh, positive, friendly, open-minded Star Trek fans who are willing and eager to talk about all aspects, old, new, and in between. Yeah. Um, yeah Uh, we will be or I will be back next week um, in some capacity uh, talking about Star Trek as always but um, I want to thank you guys for watching Um, we'll see you guys next week thanks everybody happy Mother's Day Hey, this is Trek Live Dan again. Like I said before, the discussion does not have to stop here. Come over to our Twitter, Facebook, and our Discord channel to keep the Star Trek discussion alive. See you guys next time.